Epic Talks is back. WSQF Blink Radio 94.5 with Melissa, who is right now not in the house but under the table. <laughs> the show is being delayed. It's not te- technical difficulties. It's nothing but her phone is like really low and she's a video okay. girl. Are you ready? All right. Are you ready? Can I hear myself? Now you can. All right. Hello, beautiful people. Oh, my goodness. Happy Wednesday. I am back in the house at 94.5 Blink Radio WSQF here in Key Biscayne. Thank you, Manuel Cambo, for always. Con acento la O. Oh. Cambo, el Cambo. Cambo con acento la O. Yeah, ya tú sabes. My name has a. uh, Angela doesn't know uh, Spanish. Not at all. Therefore, she's like alien in Miami. She doesn't know what's going on and why they cut her off in traffic. And they're saying bad words to her and she thinks they're compliments. I just wave back. Welcome to Blink Radio for the epic talk, epic show that it's it's dear to my heart because it all started with her a long time ago. So carry on. You know what? I I was actually telling her um, on on the way here how we met, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to let... Manny tell you the story so good. Well, what blows me away about not knowing someone and talking this way, it really annoys me because the people who know me really well don't talk that way. And Melissa's putting on her seatbelt. She's all duded up, so she's looking really pretty. I have not met her yet. I uh, did a Facebook inquiry. She probably thought it was some old viejo there. Didn't reply right away, but eventually she did. I I don't know, this must have been something I said that finally said, well, maybe this guy is okay. And she, I told her, look, uh, you know, I have a a radio station, Kibiskin, that I built, and I would like you to uh, enjoy it and participate in it, you know, just community kind of thing. And man, she blows me away to the point where when I heard it, it was about 40 seconds, me hizo llorar, you know, I, I just cried. I go, oh my God, I can't get my friends to talk to me about that and talk to me that way. So she doesn't know me. So I'm like floored how well she articulated her story of that she obviously has spoken before about being a foster child and how her hard work has come to this, the climax, which is cool. Blink right. You know, I'm having my own radio show. And she's putting now, if you can imagine her all duded up in her car with a seatbelt talking about, this opportunity she has, which is the reason why I built this, blindly. After winning an FCC lottery, I just blindly said, you know, who cares, what, where, how, how many people listen to me? doesn't really matter. And I just did it because of my personal experiences. But to see a person really appreciating what I did, and no one that I knew gave a hoot what I was doing, God bless you. You've empowered <laughs> me for my, the rest of my life because I have it in my head. And what's really cool is how spontaneous she did it. Imagine she's on her way here, she says, literally has not met me. So the click of the seatbelt is, makes it so human and her accelerating. <laughs> so to all the women out there, if you believe in yourself, I've come, yes. from, a, I come from a foster home. I, my, my life was really messed up. I have heroin addict parents and now I have my own radio show. Yes, that yes. was a standing o- that was a standing ovation <laughs> for me, and I was just so excited to to meet her. And Thank it's you. it's blissful ever since. I just I just adore her, and I I think it's so cool what she's doing. And, and all I can do is stand here and go, 
damn, that is so cool. And then the place was packed from 25 people to 55 to 75 to 200 to 250. And now I don't even count anymore because the room is goes way over there. And I can see the videos, you know. And I've been to a few of them in the early stages so I can contrast what was then and now. And, of course, the radio station gets all the credit. <laughs> of course, of course. No, I love it. I love it. I, I, I wanted you to hear that from him because he says it so passionately. Uh, for me, it comes so easy, though. You know what I mean? Like, when you're really being a person of service, it's just easy. You don't have to try. Right. So, for him, like he was saying, oh, my, my friends would never even do that because his friends aren't coming from a place of service. That's true. Manny, how can I support you? How can I help you? How can I show you love? Right. You know what I mean? But and that's then, who you are. You know what I mean? That I, I feel like the people in my life, including you, that's how we are, how we are and that's why we're so well connected. Right. You know? And, and, and to take this to what you're creating now is you want to help women take over their lives. You know what I mean? Feel empowered, just like you just said. Yeah. And, and, and before we get into that, I want to talk about how we met and the importance about just showing up for those women that are listening right now because they want to learn how to empower their money. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women, uh, we don't get taught financial literacy. I'm no. one of them. Yep. Not a lot of women. Let's say about every woman. <laughs> we don't go in school. Te- they're not teaching us about financial literacy. They're not teaching us about emotional intelligence. No. They're not teaching us about overcoming suicidal thoughts. Right. Right? The important things. What are they teaching us in school right now? Things that we'll never remember uh, 12 months later. But if later. you think about it, our education system was built almost 100 years ago. It taught kids how to be employees. and never taught us how to handle our own finances. and never taught us how to run our own companies. We were going to be employees and that's what we were taught from a very young age and it has not changed since exactly so i love how you're coming in and 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 i know i want you to take us through the journey how this all started but let's start with how we met yes and the importance of showing up yes so i don't even remember who put on the event i just remember marcus limonis was there and i was a big fan so i'm like i'm gonna go to this because I'm all about education. Yep. Like, I'm going to invest in myself before anything else. Yep. So I saw this event, and I didn't even know who you were at the time, and he was the keynote speaker for that event. But that is not my takeaway from the event. I saw you speak. You led a panel. I honestly don't even remember who was on the panel because I was so focused on you and your story and how you just commanded the room. I'm all about females and empowerment and us having a voice Mm -hmm. and so just watching you in that moment I was like I want to be part of her world I had just moved to Miami at that point and so I was like I need to meet more people and I want to be part of her world so the next day we had the yacht experience with all of the people that were there and I brought some friends with me because I'm a little shy and so my friend um, Sierra came up and started talking to you because she used to bodybuild as well and I was like, just just go talk to her so I can meet her. <laughs> and so she started talking to you first, but it gave me the opportunity to talk to you as well. And then since then, I've just, I've been in your world. Yes, I, I love that. And that's the importance of showing up because Angela started coming to my events, Epic Talks. And by the way, I was one of the partners with that real estate company that threw the Marcus Lemonis event. Oh, really? Yes. So, See, and I remember yeah. his talk too, and I was sitting there like, ah. Like, I don't really relate at all. Like, I'm not excited for this. But you, I remember from that event. Thank you. Thank you. So that's when we connected. And then she starts coming to Epic Talks. 
immediately signs up for the Inner Circle membership. And how how much has that helped or supported you or how much has it changed or amplified your life? Yeah, I think almost every friend that I have in Miami right now is from Epic Talks or the Inner Circle. So it's just a matter of getting into the right rooms with the right people that can help you just elevate your mind. Like, I don't want to be stuck in this situation. I want to keep going forward. I want to get around people that are doing amazing things and impacting other lives like you are. And for me, joining Epic Talks and the Inner Circle, that was huge for me because those are my friends now. And we're actually like family. So yeah. every time we see each other, we're like, hey, we're like excited, you know, to like hang out. And I I just want to honor you and acknowledge you because I have seen you blossom. Thank you. Like, you know what I mean? You show up. You show up with beauty, with presence and wanting to really support. Right. You know what I mean? And I remember you telling me, you're like, Mel, what do you need? I know you're super busy. What do you need? You need help somewhere. You right. know? And we recently uh, met up and we just had an amazing time. And it's so important to surround yourself with people that truly care about you and want to see you win. Yeah. So I'm excited for what you have coming up with Empower Her Money. And how did you come up with the concept? Yeah. So um, I had my third business that I sold in February. I was in the insurance industry doing property insurance, commercial insurance. And I just wasn't having fun. Like, I don't believe that you should wake up every day and dread the business that you're running because you never know. Like, life is short. You could be gone tomorrow. So I knew that I needed to get out from under that. And I sold that in February. And I wanted to take just a little bit of time off and figure out, like, what is my next step? Like, how can I contribute? How can I give back based on everything that I've experienced in life? And so we were at an epic women's event in your building. And it was just a bunch of women, and we were sharing our stories. They were talking about, like, what their struggles are right now. What do we need help with? How can we help each other? And that's kind of, like, I knew I wanted to be in the coaching and helping and empowering space, but I didn't know what that looked like. So sitting in that hot seat and kind of just talking about, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm thinking. And then the women in the group are like, you need to focus there. Like, I can see your heart and passion there. And that's where Empower Her Money was born. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yes. So, Whoa. you helped me. Like I, like I said, I knew the avenue. I just didn't know what it looked like. And sometimes it takes people listening to you and just walking you through that process to understand and see where your passion is. And they're like, it's there. It's not here. Oh my God. What you think it's over here. It's it's there. Like I see it. And that that's kind of where it started. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And you just made me want to set a date for my next uh, women's mastermind. I have been asking you when the next one is. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, wow. So, that just really touched my soul. So. Yeah. so but a little bit about my story. Um, you know, when we talked about this recently, too. So I grew up in poverty. Um, my mom was an alcoholic. My father sexually abused me, and we moved around a lot. So I never felt like I had a safe and secure environment. I never learned about money. I never really had, like, a home. And so that mindset probably carried into my late teens, early 20s. And then I just decided at some point that I wasn't going to allow for my past to predict my future. Like, mm. I did not want to be a statistic. I wanted to take control of my life and and do something better. So I've always been fascinated with money. I've always been, you know, like learning about money. I went to school, got my finance degree. I thought I wanted to be a stockbroker and failed at that. But then I moved to real estate and kind of have kept that in the background. And then I went to insurance. So I've learned a lot about money over 20 years. And so now 
I feel like I'm at a place where I can give back. Like, I want to teach other women. I want to empower other women. And I want to take all of those experiences that I have been through, all of those mistakes that I have made, and help other women today so that they can take control of their finances. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I am a true, like, advocate for what you're doing because um, even now, like, I... I struggle with financial literacy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not an expert at it. It's not your super talent. It's not my super talent. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to get your coaching. I'm excited to learn more about how I could be better with my finances, you know? And I feel like every young woman, especially women who are getting into entrepreneurship, should know, like, this is how you budget. This is how you create, um, you know, what, what's your financial milestone? If you're ma- making this amount of money, how much should you be saving and investing? Like, you know what I mean? We don't know that. Right. So, and that's wh- where I like to partner because yeah. you are so good. Like, you are so good at running your business. You are great at marketing. You are great at connecting. You shouldn't have to worry about necessarily the money coming in and the money coming out. You should have a partner that's there with you that's teaching you how to automate things, how to look at your profit and loss statement, how to make sure that what you're doing not only supports your current company, but your future financial goals so you can retire someday. And then that way you're just focusing on your business and not necessarily worrying about the money. So let's start from the beginning, right? So, for example, I started working when I was nine years old, right? Mm -hmm. I was babysitting. I was selling chocolates, right? Then when I got a real job where I was a W-9 employee. Uh, W-2. Uh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. This is my super talent. <laughs> I got it. W-2 employee. Um, I, I worked at Burger King. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I worked, I worked at-, at Wendy's because none of my friends could afford to go there. So that I didn't want them to come bug me. <laughs> That's funny. I was actually popular because in high school because I worked the drive-thru at Burger King. That, see, they're and they would come you up. and I would give them like free french fries and burgers and whoppers. <laughs> See, he's I'm like, he's I'm like, a, I always want to. I didn't know you back then. Uh, I'm a rule follower, so I would not give out free because I was always following the rules. Oh, no, not, not me. I was getting Frosty, free french like, fries one uh, way or another. Oh, okay? my God. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so what do you say? Because I, obviously I want everybody to listen to this from the person that is starting in high school with their first job to the person that is. Uh, successful and runs a business but doesn't know what to do with their finances, right? So let's start from the the young adult that is 16, 17 years old. What do you tell her what to do? Do we start a Roth IRA? Do we, you know, what do yeah. you do? So the first thing I do is I want to know what is your income and what are your debts? And you should have a very clear picture mm. because I call that your financial foundation. Yeah. You Like if you open Google, for example, Google Maps, and you put in an address, If you don't know where you're starting today, it can't give you directions. So I don't want to set goals with you until we have a clear understanding of where you are today. So I'm a paper person, so I tell you to print out your bank statements, your credit card statements, and let's look at that. And what I like to do is take highlighters. I want to highlight in green those expenses that are mandatory, rent, utilities, gas, whatever it is that you need to survive. And then the next thing we do is yellow. These are things that you need to pay for, but perhaps is not necessarily an everyday essential. And then we take the red highlighter, and these are things that we should be cutting out. Like most people have no idea that they have signed up for subscriptions, 
and they're not using it. They've signed up for like six gym memberships. They're not using it. Like where can we cut out that extra expenses so we can focus on where are you today? And then we look at your income to figure out how much extra do we have and what are your goals? And that's going to tell you whether or not we're doing a Roth IRA, whether we're investing in real estate. If you have children, you could be doing a 529 plan. But I don't, I can't help you with the goals until we know where you are today. Got it. I love that. We should do a show with Edward here, with you and Edward. You know what I, I mean? I love that because yeah, he's, he's like he's the like most a, knowledgeable person. Like, he will save you money on taxes. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, none of us want to play taxes, right? right? We, we got to do another show. Yeah. Or even go on his freaking podcast because yeah. he's so awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so I love how you structure that. So what's next after that? You know what I mean? Like, how can we follow through with everything that you just said? Yeah. So one, hire a coach, obviously, someone to keep you accountable. Angela Duncan. <clears throat> but also, <laughs> like, set your goals and make them visual. I have in my office at home, I have it in my bedroom, I have it in my car. Like, what are my goals so that they're always in front of you? Because what you focus on expands, right? So I want to know what are those goals look like, and it's in top of mind every day. So whatever I'm doing every day should be moving me towards those goals, not mm. away from them. And I'm not saying we don't splurge a little bit. You know, like we were on a call yesterday with uh, Santish with Think and Grow Rich, and he was talking about how your habits can become an addiction. Mm. And I was thinking about that in my life. I am addicted to Starbucks. It is no longer a habit. And so I'm very conscious about it, and I make sure that I set a budget for that so that it's still part of my life. I'm not not living, but at the same time, I'm not going to splurge on something that's not making me move forward to my goals. Wow. I love I love that. I, I need to start thinking like that because <laughs> uh, I, I feel like when you're successful, you tend to spoil yourself a right. little too you're much. You're rewarding yourself yeah, you're for working right. so yeah, hard. Yeah, exactly. But then you don't have a limit. Like right. for me, I don't have limits on certain things. Right. Like, you know, especially like where I live, there's restaurants everywhere and I just go work from my laptop and just have a good time. But then I'm like, okay, let me order a salad. Okay, let me order, you know. And then an you get appetizer. that credit card bill and you're like, hey. what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love that. Getting specific and cutting yourself out. So you just mentioned Satish. So we have been doing these amazing calls with Satish Verma, who's actually the president of the Think and Grow Rich Institute. I believe he's like, what, 77 years old or something he's so like that? so smart, though, and like sharp. <laughs> this is a man that comes from like the, the slums in India, you know. Uh, made it to the United States with his wife and his kids and built something from scratch, losing $500,000. He legit was like negative in his business, $500,000, wow. to then being able to afford to uh, own the rights of the Thinking Grow Rich Institute hmm. and now impacting millions of lives. So now we've been coaching with him a couple of weeks now, right? Wait, a month and a half actually, right? Right. Every Tuesday at one o'clock. And he was talking about the power of positivity. So I want to talk oh. about the mindset and power of positivity and money. Yes. Because if you think about it, most of us, like if you jot down from your childhood, what are the money beliefs you were taught as a child? And that stays with us until we can consciously think about it and recognize it, become aware of it. And you have to change that mindset. And it really is a muscle. And you really do have to put in effort. So I know you've got a story you can share about your childhood. Um, for me, you know, I couldn't spend any money. We didn't have any money. Like, I can remember one Christmas, um, we were living in a motel room at the time, and it was like other Christmases, no gifts, no presents, no tree. 
And I was just so sad. I was probably, I don't know, like seven, eight years old or something like that. And I took a green sheet of paper and I, I made a Christmas tree on it and I put it on the wall in that motel room because even though we couldn't afford gifts and a tree, like I was a kid, I still wanted to celebrate Christmas, but it was in my belief system that I would never have more than that because that was the environment that I was taught in. So, you know, I know you've got a story you were talking about earlier, so share that with us too because that's your that was where your belief system started. Mm, yeah, so... Whew, taking me back, taking me back. All right, let's do this. So um, I remember going into the bank and I asked my father for 25 cents. And he literally, we were already in line to go to the teller. When I asked him for 25 cents because I wanted to get an ice cream cone, like one of those ice cream cones in Puerto Rico that they, it's ice and then a little juice, right? Um, and he goes and he takes me to... Uh, the paper where you sign, like, you know, documents and stuff like that. And he starts writing down all of the bills that he has. Mm -hmm. My school, my shoes, my books, my mom, the rent, my sisters, and the, you know, everything, groceries. And he's like, this is why I can't give you 25 cents. If you want money, you have to earn it. Mm -hmm. And I remember just feeling like, because <gasps> I would see my classmates mm -hmm. going to school with a dollar and then they would go to the little ice cream shop and they would get their chocolate and they would get it. And that made me so sad, yep. you know, and then um, I had a gymnastics trip and I wanted to go to it. But it was in uh, I think it was in St. Curacao. It was in Curacao. And my dad was like, I can't afford that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, OK, so what can I do? And he goes. I'm going to let you borrow $15. And I didn't understand what that meant. Right. I was 10 or 11, I think. Or 9, 10 or 11. I can't remember the exact age. He takes me to a chocolate uh, store. And in that chocolate store, they would sell boxes of 30 chocolates for $15. So he let me borrow $15. He goes, we lived in a university. So he goes, here. You're going to sell these chocolates for a dollar each. You're going to make $15 profit. You're going to pay me back my money. And then you're going to go and buy your own box. I did that for a full summer, huh. right? Where I literally, one, some days I wouldn't even sell a chocolate. And since I was selling at universities, because he would drop me off. If I wasn't selling at one place, I'd be like, Dad. Well, I wasn't calling him. I'd go to his office. I'd be like, Dad, I'm not selling anything. Like He's like, okay, where do you want me to drop you off? Take me to another campus. So I would go to another campus. And I remember for hours there, and I would just go to, in, in classrooms that were empty, and I would just cry because I would see all my other friends have it so easy. Right. And I was there just crying, crying, crying. Now looking back, I'm the only entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> you know? But at the time, so, you were probably scared. Yeah, yeah, I was scared, and I was like, why me? Why me? And then now I'm just like, thank you, Dad. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that you were able to create that. But... Um, that's the importance of, of, you know, believing in yourself. Yeah. But I also, I, I was still, even though I, I did that and my dad gave me that lesson, he still didn't teach me financial literacy. No, no. So I, I, I want to start there. I know you said like map out a plan, hire a coach. Um, where do you think we should be investing our money in right now? Um, for me, it's still real estate, you know, long-term, if you look at, Every real estate market that we've seen, like, a downturn, right? It's not caused by real estate itself. It's caused by the debt market. You know, if we look back in the early or the late 2000s, we had a debt crisis. If you look back in the 90s, we had a debt crisis. It's always tied to debt and the laws around that. 
And so we're starting to see that right now because, you know, last year and during COVID, the government was printing money. They were giving you money. You're putting it in the bank, which if anyone knows anything about lending laws is if you put money into a bank. Now, if you put a dollar into the bank, they can now lend out ten dollars. So the government wanted you to have money so you could put it in the bank so they can get back to lending. And they lowered the interest rates so low that it caused inflation. So even today with the interest rate market, I still believe it's an amazing time to buy real estate. But you need to be smart about it, right? Because you earn the money on the buy side of it. So real estate for me is still great. If you're investing in your retirement account, you've got to hire a professional, someone who truly knows the stock market because this is a long-term investment for you. Um, And then just controlling your expenses is great. But the way to build generational wealth is to create more income. Mm. So we want to make sure that whatever you're doing, whether it's your trade or your side hustle, you're always thinking five steps forward so that you can create that that wealth for you so that you can retire comfortably someday. I don't know about you, but I don't want to rely on Social Security. Yes, I'm paying into it now, but who knows where it's going to be in the future. I'm not going to rely on the government for anything. I'm going to take control of my money. I'm going to tell it where to go, and I'm going to look at the best places to invest for myself. I wish I would have had you um, when I sold my house. I was very young, I think uh, 30 years old, and first time I ever bought my house, I was like 27 years old. For me, that was a huge accomplishment. That is huge. You know, and and I made over $150,000 in my first house. I didn't know how to invest that money. I didn't spend it. Okay, let me take that back. I invested it in myself and my personal education, right? That's when I got into personal development, emotional intelligence, and I became who I am because of that investment. However, I could have taken half of that money and put it into, you know, different areas where it would have tripled or quadrupled but my money. But would you be where you're at today if you didn't do the full investment in yourself? I don't know. Yeah. That's something I guess I'll never know. However, I'm always winning, though. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But it would have been a lot of people get a a big sum of money and they don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So that's why back then I didn't know the importance of finding someone like you. Now, obviously, I do. You know, grateful I have you. I have Edward. I have a whole bunch of like other people that, you know, tell me what to do with my with my money. But um, but for those of you listening right now. It's not about saving your money. It's about investing in the right places. Right. Right. I think saving money is the wrong thing. Like my entire life growing up, I would hear my parents say, save your money, save your money. No, invest your money. Right. You shouldn't have a lot of cash in your bank account. I'm like, what does that even mean? It rains every day here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So and then money doesn't grow on trees. It does grow on trees. Uh, what I love about you is you you are always in pursuit of excellence and you're always surround yourself with the right people in the right rooms. And I know you're a huge uh, fan of Grant Cardone and you're always showing up for Grant at his events. So what is your biggest takeaway from Grant and, you know, how is he adding value to your life? Yeah. So one of the things I think even you teach is you're, you're one connection away, right? But if you take that a step further, I go to a lot of his events, I do a lot of education, and that can be great, but I make those connections, and then I deepen that relationship. So when I go to an event like a Grant Cardone event, I don't say I'm going to meet 20 new people, because for me, that's impossible for me to stay in contact or really build relationships. So my goal is five. So I go to an event, and I really want to build a deep relationship with five people, get to know them. What is their business? What is their business, like their biggest struggle right now? How can I add value to their life? 
because I know when I pay it forward, it's going to come back to me eventually. But that's not my purpose. My purpose is to meet them, to build a relationship, and maybe I come with one idea from that event. Now it's on me. I need to go back. I need to implement. Because if you don't implement, then why even go? Like it's the worst payment of education if you're not going to come back with an idea and do something about it. So that's one of the things I love about his network. He teaches great stuff, but it's so high level that most people don't understand what he's talking about. So you have to build that relationship with the people that are there. Um, like today, I saw um, I was on a call with Grant Cardone, and where some some um, woman was pitching a deal about this investment property in, in Kansas. Well, I just met her on Sunday. I built a relationship with her. I have her contact info, and now I can help her make sure that the investment is correct, underwrite the deal, and look at it from a different perspective because she's brand new to the real estate investing world. But it, if it wasn't for that event that I paid for to be in and the connection that I chose to make, the time that I put into it, and now staying in relationship with her afterwards, I may not have that opportunity for me to help her you know, make sure that that investment is correct, build a relationship, and perhaps bring other people in so that they can build wealth as well. So, I love that. Yeah, so it's not just about like making the connection, but building that relationship and then coming back and implementing. You've got to take action on it. Otherwise, it's just, it's not worth going to the events. Absolutely. And I love how you emphasize on I paid for it. Mm-hmm. For those of you that are listening right now, if you're going to events and you're not investing in yourself, you're wasting your time. Right. You don't, you don't value things that you don't pay for. Right. You know, and, and that's the reason why. I charge for my events yeah. and I've increased my prices because right. I know the value that people are getting, right. you know? So, uh, you want to change your life. You want to surround yourself in the right rooms with the right people. You go to rooms where people are paying a lot of money to be there, right? you know? And something I love about Angela, she's not afraid of taking risk. And because she takes risks and believes in herself and actually pays for things is the reason why her life is like continues to blow up you know what i mean and she continues to add value to people like me people in my community and that's why i'm so excited to see where you're going with everything and i'm excited to actually do an event with you you know what i mean and and just really um help people that need financial literacy in their life yeah and i think as a woman you know we we think differently we act differently we run businesses differently we invest differently i think as women oftentimes we come from our heart we're coming from mm-hmm. contribution so that's why it's easier for us to relate together you know um for example you know we have a lot of events in miami and there's a lot of great events that you can pay for there's a lot of great speakers who have different you know super talents that can teach you about things but there's so few women and you know while i can get upset about that that's one thing but Instead, I want to do I want to do something different. I want to continue to have a voice. I'm going to make that voice louder so that I can be on those stages too, so I can impact the women like myself that was sitting there five, ten years ago that was looking for me to relate to. Mm. So someone like me that can teach me because you know they can they can tell me lots of great things. I can go to a Grant Cardone event, but sometimes it takes talking to his wife Elena because she sees it from a different perspective that that relates to me and then I have that takeaway and that's where I'm going to go home and implement. I love it. And I'm excited because I don't know a lot of women in finance. Yeah. And you're going to blow it up because I think you're an amazing speaker. You show up, you're gorgeous and like, you know, people love you and when I'm around you, I feel love. You know what I mean? So I love that. Yeah. We were talking about um, branding earlier and having silent supporters and I think this is so important especially like circling back on everything that we're talking about especially, you know, Empower Her Money launching it. So talk about to me a little bit about the branding and having silent supporters. Yeah, so silent supporters, I think a big 
um, way that people came out. For example, you know, when Trump ran for president, there was the silent majority that came out and voted for him. I think a lot of people didn't know that those people existed. So when you're building your brand, you may not always know those people that are supporting you. That's why I tell you when you're wearing your, you know, your epic uh, tank top, like, I want one of those. I want to help build your brand. I haven't gotten you one, okay? (laughs) I I want to go to my Pilates class and wear that because it starts conversations with people. They're like, hey, what's that? And it gives me a chance to build your brand too. So, you know, for example, I just launched an Etsy store, which is super simple to do, but, and I automated it. But now if someone wants to, you know, show my brand and I may not know about them, they can buy a t-shirt or a candle or something like that, where they're helping support me and my brand, but they don't necessarily want to be loud about it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I call is like your silent supporters where behind the scenes, they're supporting you and you may not know about it, but they, they want to be part of your movement, part of your empowerment. And you have to give them a way to do that. And, you know, I don't make any money really from the Etsy store itself, but it's an avenue which someone can support me without coming to me directly because maybe they just, they're, they're afraid to, or they just want to be more silent about it. And that's just an amazing way for someone else to, you know, be your cheerleader. I love that. Oh, I'm so excited. So, What's next? You know what I mean? Like, what's next? I know you have a program that you're building and you're getting ready to launch. Uh, I want you to share a little bit about that, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am doing coaching one on one with female um, business owners that really want to take control of their finances. Um, I'm interviewing for that now. I'm only going to take on just a few select people to do that. Um, I also launched a podcast, Empower Her Money, where I interview women business owners so that we can talk about money and finance, what they've learned, and any, you know, big tips that they can give to other women who are on that same journey. And then um, I have a webinar coming up that I just want, I want to give value. Like, I want to take all of this information I've learned over decades and just give back. And whatever comes of it is great. You know, I have a vision of me. I have this just one vision of me being on stage and just having one woman come up to me and say, like, you changed my life. Mm. And and that to me is my goal. Like, I just want to make a difference. I want to give education. I want to give women a route to educate themselves on money so that we can change, you know, a poverty cycle. It doesn't matter where you came from. It's you taking control, you education, and then you implementing that so that you can have a better life for yourself, for your family, whatever that looks like to you is different. But I just want to, I want to be able to have a place for them to come and feel safe and give them hope. So... I love your passion for this, and I'm so excited to be a part of this because I actually need this in my life. Not only do I need it, but I know a lot of women in my life need this. You know, I could share this with my nieces. I could share this with, you know, when I speak in high schools, which I love to bring you next time I get uh, invited to one because this is so important. It's It starts in the school system. It does. Oh, my God. It does. The fact that they don't have this in the school system, come on, wake up, America, you know? <laughs> It's so much easier to teach it at the school system than for us to relearn it later. Oh, my God, yeah, because what we have to do now is unlearn Mm -hmm. and relearn. It makes it so much harder. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm just excited. I really see you um, creating massive events, you know, and I want to support you with that, where you just have, like, a full, like, two-day or weekend whatever where you just structure everybody and, and you create all the platforms that they need to create, you know what I mean, and have templates for them and and basically like just make it simple. Yeah, make it simple where every day we have to check in. Do you 
do you suggest like that you get an app where you literally write down everything you're spending every day to the penny? Yeah, there's several free apps where you can make it so that um, they sync with your bank accounts and your credit cards so that you can get a clear picture of what are you spending. And I think the first step is awareness. You have to figure out where is it going so that you can look at your habits to change them. That's powerful. You can actually have an affiliate program or something with one of those apps and be like, hey, I'm going to bring you like clients, whatever. Come see me. Let's find an app. (laughs) Okay. Give me a couple apps. What are they? Um, So Mint is probably a good one. Um, I was a Dave Ramsey certified coach for a long time. He has an app that is really just simple. Like you put in your bank login information, your credit card information, and it looks at you. And it's like, here's what you're spending. Here's your income. And are you in the red? Are you in the green? Like, where can we cut back? Where can we add? So just finding something that's simple that works for you. I'm a big spreadsheet person, so I use a spreadsheet. I also use QuickBooks, which I'm certified in as well. So it's just you got to find a platform that works for you and use it. So with the spreadsheet, you basically go on there and you, you write everything you spend that day? Not I, I'm no longer there, but that's a good place to start. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you now? <laughs> now I look at it weekly. I look at my profit and loss weekly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And I'm like, okay, spent too much at Starbucks this week. <laughs> 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 Got to go make some more money. <laughs> I love that. So before we uh, uh, conclude here or end this conversation, um, is there anything else that you would like to add you know, to the community and that people are listening, especially when it comes to finances. Um, Am I allowed to promote my webinar? Absolutely. Okay, awesome. So on August 2nd at 8 p.m., I am doing a live webinar, and it's actually live. I will be there, so you can ask questions to me, and it's not some AI-generated stuff coming back. Um, I put this presentation together to give back. So for me, this is my platform to be able to give back, to give you some real financial tips to start. So it is Wednesday, August 2nd. And if you text the word HOPE, H-O-P-E, to my phone number, which is 305-876-6050. Again, 305-876-6050. You can sign up for it. It's free. And it's just, you know, it's the start of me giving back to the community. That's amazing. I love that. I'm really inspired by you because... uh, We only met, what, three, four months ago? Mm -hmm. And from seeing where... You literally, you sold a company, you're a beautiful, successful entrepreneur, you, you're you're helping other people, to seeing you in just a, a couple of months, just, you started your own company, you're da-da-da-da, now you're doing webinars, now you started a podcast, now, you know, and it's all about taking action. Yes. And that's what I love about you, you're like, you made a decision, you're surrounding yourself in the right rooms, you decided what you wanted, and you, you, you're taking action. Most people don't do that. Right. You're you're like one in a billion. You yeah. know what I mean? Like majority of people. But I like, think it's because it's like ah, people don't know where to start. So I often say like your super talent is something that comes easy to you where you think, oh, this is easy. Everybody knows it. But they don't. When it comes to yeah. money, I know it. I think other people know it. But when I talk to people, they don't. So finding something you're passionate about that you know about and then just move. Yeah. And what I love about this is I talk about this all the time. You're in your zone of genius. Yeah. You're in your zone of genius. And a majority of people, when we're in this, in our zone of genius, we don't realize how genius it really is. Because mm-hmm. we take it for granted because yeah. it comes easy to us. Right. Right. So if, if, if I were to say to Joe Schmo, hey, go throw an awesome event with amazing speakers, he would be like, 
What? That would be me. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But guess what would be me? Let's go and (laughs) create a a financial, like, literacy uh, campaign and podcast. I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. You know? So the importance here, too, in really living a life of fulfillment Mm -hmm. is finding your zone of genius. Mm -hmm. And if you don't don't know what your zone of genius is, I can help you with that. I help people discover that. You do. Uh, Thank you. And uh, so, yeah. So, Empower Her Money. Make sure you sign up for her webinar at 305-876-846. What is it? 305-876-6050. And text the word HOPE. Listen, we're here and to re- add value. And, re- and repeat the number because it's radio. Yeah, it's eight, um, area code 305-876-6050. And text the word HOPE. And for those of you that are looking for an amazing community, you're looking to collaborate and connect with people like myself and Angela and Manuel Cambo, you know, you, we are here for you. You know, the, this is why I have my events uh, monthly, you know, it's called Epic Talks. You can find us at epictalksmiami.com. Our next event is with the amazing Tim Story. Uh, so excited. Uh, yeah, transformational thought leader uh, to celebrities, you know, and and to, to humanity, really. Uh, he's been on Oprah Winfrey's show. He's one of Oprah Winfrey's uh, greatest friends. And um, if I didn't start my company four years ago and I didn't believe in myself, I wouldn't have somebody like Tim Story or Angela or Manuel or my team out media here in the house, like in my life. You know what I mean? So it's about believing in yourself and taking that step to elevate your life. And you only have one life to live, right. you know, make it the best life ever. So, Angela, I just want to acknowledge you and thank you so much for for being here. And one final thought, maybe to the community before we end. I appreciate you very much. So thank you for having me on. And I love what you're building. And I can't wait to see what you have in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Manny, I love you. Almedia, I love you guys. Remember, the audio recording is on WSQFradio.com tomorrow. (laughs) So you can hear this full interview tomorrow on WSQFradio.com. Thank you. 94.5 FM Blink Radio. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.